Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of The Leo Effects. Now, tonight I'm joined by a very special guest. I'm super excited to talk to her. I've recently got into a new show. That's not what the whole episode's going to be about, but I'm like super excited to talk to her. Please allow me to introduce Sarah Roach. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well, especially now that I get to talk to you. <laughs> I'm like super excited. I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I kind of alluded to it with the intro there a little bit. Um, would you mind telling the uh, listeners out there what it is that you're known for? Like, what is it that you're doing right now? Yeah, so um, I would say I'm definitely known for playing Maki Oze in Fire Force. Um, she is super strong, super cool. Um, and if you haven't watched it, it's like a shonen anime about um, firefighters who have kind of like fire powers and they fight like fire monsters. It's a lot of fire. It's really sweet. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, pretty much the main thing that I that I think I'm known for. Yeah. And you've done other really cool projects too, like Dr. Stone and Black Clover. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you've done mm -hmm. a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've been real lucky. That's awesome. What, what was it that, you know, what's your origin story? What got you into this whole world of voice acting? Mm. So I've always been an actor. Um, I started doing theater when I was like five or six and always knew I wanted to act for a living. Um, so I, you know, did theater all throughout school. I went to college for theater. Um, I moved out to California to go to school. And then when I moved back home, um, I was, you know, looking for whatever work I could get. And I had always been a fan of anime and video games. And it was always something that was kind of like, that'd be really cool to do, but I don't really know how to do that. So I moved back home and started looking into it. And Funimation was like, 20 minutes away from where I lived oh. and uh I said yeah right so I started looking for like voiceover classes whatever and a lot of the actors who work at Funimation offer these classes um so I started taking those and meeting people and one thing led to another and I uh actually last weekend was like the one year anniversary of my first session at Funimation wow so it's 
Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Uh, pretty crazy first year. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Did When you decided to do this, did you get a lot of heat for it or did people just jump on? They're like, oh, yeah, this is a great idea. Um, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't say I got a lot of heat. I, I mean, my, you know, my friends and family have always been super supportive and everyone that worked at funny that I met was super nice and helpful. And, um, pretty much everyone was kind of soaked on it. Cause they were like, yeah, that makes sense. Cause you really like anime and also you're an actor. So it's kind of like putting two and two together. Um, but yeah, I, I've been really lucky to have a lot of support from like everyone that I've met uh, doing this. That is awesome. It's always good to have a, a good support system. I mean, that's really what's important, having that backup, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And are you still doing any work with the theater part of it? No, not really. I haven't done uh, theater for a couple of years, but I've been, you know, thinking about getting back into it there's a lot of good theater um in dallas and in north texas um so i've been thinking about recently getting back into that and doing some more plays and musicals and all of that good stuff cool cool and like have you been to any conventions or do you have any on the horizon i actually had a convention last year in september i went with uh kyle phillips and chris waycamp who are also both in fire horse and kyle directs it um, we went to KimiCon in Toronto at the end of September, and that was uh, really, really awesome. Cool. Did you have any fans come like dressed as the characters that you've done? Yeah, we had a couple of Fire Force uh, cosplayers. There was a Captain Obi. There was a really cute uh, Maki that came. Um, and I think there was a Hinoa, too. Not sure. But yeah, every, everyone we met was really excited about it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's really cool it was it yeah kind of like did, were you taken aback that somebody was dressed as up as uh maki a little bit yeah and i uh i you know i like i said i've always been an anime fan so i've done some cosplay myself and so i know like everything that goes into it so when someone <laughs> comes up to you dressed as your character you're like you put a lot of work into this and i really appreciate it and it's really cool um <laughs> but yeah it's like it was it was awesome to see would you say that you and that particular character are pretty similar or is she like a, a complete opposite of you in real life? Oh, no. Yeah, we're really similar. Um, I, I'm not, <laughs> granted, I'm not as like muscular as Maki is, but I think like personality wise, she is strong, but she also has these moments of like being self-conscious and she's like a very like well-rounded character I think and so there are a lot of kind of emotions and things that she goes through that I can definitely relate to yeah absolutely I I like the work that you do with her I think you do a very thank very you. good voice with her thank you speaking on that topic real quick with all the different characters that you've done and things like that and you're a fan of anime when you go back and re-watch a show is it weird mm -hmm. to hear your voice coming out of a cartoon character it is weird. It's also cool. It's also kind of like sometimes I'm like, oh, like I could have done that this different way. And it's hard not to like go back and because I want to I'm always like trying to improve myself. So sometimes when I'll go back and watch something that I did, I'm like, I see how I could have done that differently. And because I'm always learning and growing. But it's we uh, Fire Force started airing on Toonami, I think at the end of last year, sometime at the end of last year. And so that was like 
really cool because I grew up on Toonami and I still watch Toonami every weekend. So I think kind of hearing my voice, like coming out of a character on TV on a show that I've been watching for my whole life was like kind of surreal like that. <laughs> yeah. Dang. That, that. I guess I'm a little late to uh, jumping on this fire force bandwagon, but I'm glad I did now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always a good time to join. You're right delving into who you are as as a voice actress mm -hmm. like how do you come up with the different voices for the characters what's your process mm. so for Maki specifically um it was kind of like she was already really similar to me so I kind of just looked at her and she was like really strong and really serious so it just kind of was more adjusting my voice to a place that was like more like serious and strong but I think like for the most part with any character like the first thing that you do to or at least that I do to create a voice is to look at them and look at like what they're wearing what they look like what are their features and then things like what are they about what do they want and you can kind of pick like different features and decide okay you know this character is like really fast paced um, she is really cute and just kind of take it in different directions based on like what you see on mm -hmm. a character. Okay. All right. And is there a particular style or a voice like range register that's more comfortable for you? Like you like that one above the others? For sure. Um, definitely like the range that Maki is in where it's kind of in like my normal range. So I feel like I have a little bit more like freedom to play with it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, but I also love doing things that are like super deep or like super high pitched. Like right now I'm in um, Hatsuna Illusion and I play this little girl named Yumemi. Um, and she's like a tiny blonde, like monotone kind of like over it um, little gamer girl, which is totally different from Maki. Um, right. But it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, because it's a totally different place in my range. So I get to play with like a totally different part of myself. And uh, yeah. Cool. And for you, when you get to the booth, what's a typical recording session like for you? Mm. Um, well, I always bring some chamomile into the booth to keep <laughs> myself warm. Um, <laughs> that's like a, a necessity. Okay. And yeah. Um, Usually we'll like chat for a minute before um, and then I uh, kind of get in my, my game zone and focus and I'm cool to like play around, but I like to really be kind of in it and uh, get through it and be focused on the characters so I can, it's, it's really fast paced because you basically see the line you're about to say right before you say it. So you have to be able to think really quickly and think about, okay, why am I saying this? What am I saying here? Um, so I like to kind of keep it focused and then, uh, play around during breaks and that kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. And do you do multiple characters in a day or just the one a day? Uh, it, it depends. Um, a lot of the time I'll just have one. So I'll go in for like Maki for a little bit, or I'll go in for you and me. Um, but I have also had sessions where I've gone in for like four or five different things in one day at a time. Um, wow. It honestly just depends on, on the week. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of different hats to wear. And do you sit in one booth and do those, those multiple characters or do you have to go to different areas to record? So the way Funimation is set up, like each director has a different 
um, booth. So there'll be like studio A, studio B, studio C and so on. And so whatever shows that director is doing, um, you'll go to each booth depending on like what show you're doing. So like, I'll go to one sh- uh, one studio for like Fire Force, and then I'll go down the hall to another one to record for uh, Case File and stuff like that. Okay, and in when you're walking down that hallway to your next booth, do you start getting into that next character? Yeah, I'll just be thinking about kind of like if I've done the voice before, uh, kind of where I've gone with that, what it feels like, what it sounds like. Um, but other than that, I'm just kind of, you know, I I have kind of blind trust when I go into the booth <laughs> and I just kind of let my instincts All right. take over. I can buy that. So here's a, <laughs> here's a question for you. And obviously this is probably going to be different for every person. But in your opinion, mm-hmm. why is it that sometimes like a, a new animation starts and the first few episodes, the characters sound one way. But then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. the character kind of like changes, like the voice is different. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that my best guess would be like maybe that actor is kind of settling in to where um, the director and the actor want that that character to be. So it could just be they're like navigating kind of where that'll be for the first couple episodes. And then they kind of find that that pocket that it sits in and settle in. Um, mm. I think that could be one thing. Um, okay. yeah, I think that would be my best guess is just kind of getting a feel for the character. Okay. And, and have you had situations like that or do you just, you're in it from day one? Um, I try to be in it from day one and I think I'm, I've done an okay job. I, I can tell when I do things that are like, I would go back and change them, but I don't think that that anyone else can tell so far. <laughs> um, but I do like to kind of figure it out right away and then stick with that. And they do, uh, what they'll do at Funimation is they'll record from your first episode. They'll save one of the lines that you record as a reference for later. So then before every session you go in for that character, they'll play that reference for you so you can remember like exactly what you were doing so that it's um, pretty consistent every oh, time you go in. That's cool. I yeah. did not know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Fun fact. Fun fact. I learned something new today. <laughs> cool. Is there anybody that you would really like to work with? Mm. Um, I have been very lucky this year to work with a lot of people who I wanted to work with. Um, in terms of someone I haven't worked with, God, I would say I really love Laura Bailey. Um, I've been a fan of hers since, you know, I was younger and watched a lot of shows. She was on growing up full metal alchemist, um, soul leader, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to be able to like hear her in the mic, in the, uh, headphones and get to act off of that. I think that would be really awesome. That would be, that'd be sweet. <laughs> and kind of along those same lines. Um, do you have like any, uh, movie or, uh, animation or anything that you would really like to be in? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, so my, one of the shows that I really wanted to be in was My Hero Academia, and I actually just got to record, like, um, there was, like, a little arc where they had, like, some primary school kids come in, so I got to do, um, like, a couple of little kids for that, which was really, really cool. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, so that was, that was uh, really exciting for me. Um, gosh, I... 
I mean, I would love to be on like a Cartoon Network show or something on like Disney Channel or something like that. That's like geared towards kids. Um, that's kind of like zany and fun. I yeah, that'd be really neat. Yeah, that'd be really fun. <laughs> something <laughs> just a little bit more free form. You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and plus, like. With Western cartoons, um, you're not dubbing to picture, so you have more freedom to kind of play with the lines and like do that kind of thing. And I think that'd be a really cool thing okay. to do. So when you're when you're doing a dub, there's not a whole lot of room for like improv, right? There, I mean, there sometimes is a little bit of opportunity, but for the most part, you really have to fit the the flaps that the character is is saying on the screen. Um, so you can change around a couple of words if like something's not working or if like your mouth isn't shown in that shot the director may give you an opportunity to like throw in something or have a little fun with it but for the most part it's it's pretty faithful to the script for anime dubbing gotcha okay and so with everything being so script focused i mean do they ever do script like last minute script changes on you oh yeah um they're our scriptwriters work really, really hard, and they're really great at what they do. Um, sometimes whenever we record a line, it's maybe not fitting, or it's way too long or way too short. So the director might add in like a word or two or change a word to have more or less syllables um, just so it'll fit with the flaps better. But there's, I, I don't know if I've had like a complete line change. Mm. Um, usually just like a word or two to kind of make it fit better with the, with the character's mouth. Okay. Well, that that's pretty fair then. <laughs> and with you being so into anime and things like that, I, I mean, do you have any other hobbies that you enjoy? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I am also a crafter. So I like I crochet, I draw, I paint. Um, I love to do like creative things. I was a dancer for 20 years. Um, I did like tap, jazz, ballet, hip hop, everything. Um, I do aerial hammock, which is kind of like, if you've ever seen Cirque du Soleil and they have like those super long, like ribbon, like fabric things hanging yeah. from the ceiling and they do all these like poses and stuff. I've been getting into that too. Wow. Um, but I just like to like stretch my brain creatively. So I have a lot of different, just kind of creative hobbies that I'm doing whenever I'm not acting. All right. And have you considered doing any like uh, video games or audio books or anything like that? Oh, for sure. I would love to do video games. Um, I think those are, <laughs> that's like one of my kind of goals, uh, voiceover goals is to do video games because it's like totally different from anime, but it's like, I, I would love to do that. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty interesting. I think, it, you know, video games are yeah. making leaps and bounds these days. Absolutely. So what advice, like what, what would be one piece of advice you would give to you know somebody that's just fledgling just starting out in the the career of voiceover work mm. um I would say the biggest thing is um learn how to act and don't worry about the voice part because the voice part is secondary um get into acting classes wherever you can um and just work on being truthful and believable and then the voice stuff comes later. It's the acting part that's the most important part. Right on. And have you considered teaching any acting classes? 
Um, not at this point in time. I feel like I'm still learning a lot. Um, and I think I would want to be a little bit more uh, knowledgeable <laughs> before I start to bestow that upon others. All right. And do you have any anything else that's kind of in the works coming up that you're allowed to talk about? Uh, yeah, we uh, I Sound Cadence just announced um, Island of Giant Insects, um, and I am playing uh, Mutsumi Oribe. She is a bug expert, and it's it's like a horror um, type. It's a, it's a movie, horror type movie, um, where all these kids get stranded on this island, and they find out that it's inhabited by these giant killer bugs. So it's kind of their like fight for survival. Um, so that is, uh, I think the sub is out, and we are hoping to get the dub funded. Um, but Sound Cadence has all that info on their Twitter, so I'm really excited about that. Wow, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to check that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, I just want to say, you know, well, before we before we do uh, the close up, I, um, I'd like to open the floor up to you to let people know what your social medias are so that you can kind of, you know, they can click and follow along. Oh, for sure. Um, so my Twitter is where I'm most active. That is at sj monster um my instagram handle is the same but twitter is where i post about all like anime voiceover related stuff so if y'all go follow me there you will be up to date with me awesome that's perfect <laughs> but i, I want to say thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy schedule and coming to talk to me i've really appreciated it yeah, thank you for having me, man. This was fun. Absolutely. I I had a blast. I learned a lot of good stuff. And, you know, I hope that <laughs> in the future, you know, when you start your acting class, you'll come back on and, and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. You bet. <laughs> so, yeah, one more time. I just want to say thank you so very, very much. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. No problem. And thank you to all the <laughs> listeners who tuned in to check out this crazy interview. It's been a lot of fun, like high energy. It's super fun. I just, it's been great. <laughs> and I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. So stick around and we'll see you on the next episode. Oh, now that was an awesome interview. Thanks so much for listening. You all are so great. And don't forget to head to Facebook, Insta, and Twitter and follow The Leo Effects. If you want to hear some comedy and ridiculous voices, check out Shattered Dungeons on YouTube and all other places podcasts can be heard. And you'll hear me voicing crazy characters, usually pretty terribly. So thank you so much. You all are the absolute best. And we will see you all on the next episode.